Okay. Right, so we started learning Pirikav, right? So we brought what the Baal Shem Tov says. It says in the Pasuk, La'ilam, Dvarcha Nitzah Vashamayim. Hashem's words are always present in the Shamayim. What are the words of the Ebeshto? What words are we referring to? Hashem Tov explains, it's talking about the Dvarcha, the words that the Ebeshto used to create the Shamayim. The words, Yehirakia. Right. The words of the Ebeshtah is Every Nivra, every creation, it's not that the Ebeshtah created it once and that's it. Rather, that's the state. it always stays like that, that the Ebeshtah is constantly creating the Nivra every second. The words of the Ebeshtah, the Varch of the Ebeshtah that created the Nivra, the creation, is always present in the creation. And only because of that does the creation exist. If the Ebeshtah would stop for one second, and being Mahava, creating that Nivra, the crea- that creation, then it wouldn't, it would cease to exist. It would be like, it would be Mamish the way it was before, before Sheshes and Okay, now, last week, we left a question that we didn't get to, if you remember. The, um, in, in the uh, in the later in the Pedic, we started learning he asks a question. He says, Yes, we don't, but there's many, many creations that we don't find that there's a, one of the Asarim Amaris that created them. Let's say Evan, stone. Does it say Evan in the Teda? It doesn't say Evan. In other words, in, in, the, in the story of Pasha's Bereshit, it doesn't say Evan. His question was, how, what's the, what chayis is there that's creating the evan every second, right? And then, what the answer? We, we already got to the answer. The answer was that there's a, um, that there's chilufim, and, and there's different ways of taking, in other words, you could take the Asana Mamaris and recreate the words of the Asana Mamaris into many other words, Rukimatrius and, and Sirufim, yeah, chilufim, Sirufim, different idnyanim, you could do Atbash, let's say, it's like a type of chiluf, Gematria, then there's like, it's Sirufim of different words together, and then you through that becomes every single nivra, and that's that's every name of every nivra in Lashon Kodesh. Say Evan is a word in Lashon Kodesh. What is it? Evan is not just a name that people just decided to have to happen to call this thing called that. This this should be referred to as an Evan, so we should know what we're talking about. Rather, Evan is actually the form of the chanis that the Ebeshter is giving to that to the stone. Right, that's the uh, question you wanted uh, to say every single possibility oh, that the okay maybe I mean but but the question. I mean, and if it doesn't, then how does it work? How, does, how can you say the Ebesh is creating everything? Right? But the question we asked, but that we left with, that we, we asked in passing last week, and we still will get to it this week because it wasn't so much time left, was that the question that he's asking here, Lechura, has nothing to do with this Perik. Right? The question that he's asking is a question, it's just a general question. I mean, it says in the Torah that Hashem created the world. How did Hashem create the world? By, by Dibur, by, by stating that, you know, Yehi Eir, Yehi Rakiah, let there be light, let there be... To be a skyrakia, skyrakia. So, so what's what's the the the, the you're gonna, you can, anyone can ask a question? I mean, the Abish only said ten ten mamaris, a sadamamaris. There's a lot more nivrayim in this world. There's a lot more things that were created besides for those ten utterances that the Abish said. So, it's just a, I mean, it's nothing to do with. Let's just say you never learned shadich lemon. You never learned now what the Baal Shem says. That Hashem creates the world every second. Hashem created the world once, and that's it. Even when, if you created it once, there also has to be a way for everything to be created. Right? 
So what's the, so whatever answer you'll give for that question, you'll answer over here. I mean, it's not it's not relevant to the subject at hand. This question, right? Like for example, I mean, how would you answer that question? I mean, the simple answer you would give is Yitzchakis. Let's say for example, on Yem Vav, it says, "Teitzayaris nefesh chayelamina." Let the land give out all living beings, famous, etc. So, does it say the word para in the Torah? Does it say the word uh, cow? No. But by the Ebush is saying, he included all kinds of chayis and all kinds of behemoths. And so, therefore, Mamela, para was created. So, the same answer you'll give to that question in the Torah, you'll say over here too. It's not that there's a uh, shame para batera. There's no shame para batera. But the Ebush said, and that's what's creating all the chayis and all the behemoths every single second. You can answer, I mean, the, same, the same simple answer that you would answer for, for the question that you have in Parshish Bereshis, you can answer for the question that there is in Sharikh Vemun. How is it that there's a, a maimer that's being mechaya, everything b'chor agav when that maimer doesn't seem to exist in the Torah? doesn't matter. There's a general maimer that includes many, many different things, and that's what's continuing to create everything b'chor agav So how does it... What is, what's the connection here? What does he have to come in and give a whole new answer that there's Gilufim and Gematri Ois, etc.? So the Oisius of Tetzia Aris Nafesh Chayelamina. Let that give Chayis, the whole Chayis. Does there have to be the word Para to give Chayis? No, the Oisius give Chayis. So does the Oisius Paydesh have to give Chayis to a Para? What's wrong with the Oisius Tetzia Aris Chayelamina? Let that give Chayis to every Para. Right? I mean, the same way you could understand that, that that's, how, that's how you understand Parashas Padeshas, but Parashas, but the Ebesh is saying, Tetzad is Chayelamina, that created the Pada. So those words are constantly creating the Pada, B'chor Ege V'Rege also. What's the connection to, the, to, the, to the, what we're talking about over here? Why do we have to have a new, a new beer over here? The whole, we don't, not the question is not relevant here. And the answer also, we don't seem to need the answer that he says over here, that there's Chilufim and there's Gmatriyos and there's Tzirufim, etc. That's not, that's not necessary here also. What do you mean? He's, saying, he's talking about how how the things were. He says, Avshalai Evan Batei. Right? So that's, that's a question that you get when you read the Parashas. When you read this Patek? It's Why a not? question that you get when you read Parashas Patek. Yeah, but also over well, here you said that, that, that Hashem put everything in the. Uh, his, uh, how did he create it in the. In, 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 let me ask, before you get to Shadikh how did he create an Evan Shadikh Mabirishas? Right. How are you going to answer that? that question. So, so yeah, how are you going to answer that question? Okay, you could say what he says here. Well, or you could, or, so let's just say you could say what it says here. Yeah. So that means that I would have the answer even before I learned this, right? I didn't need to learn it over here, this Patek anyway. Whatever you can answer. And you might even have a different answer that you don't even need to get to what it says here. Like someone mentioned that. You, know, you could say, the Ebushta made the Yabasha. Yabasha includes Avon and Mosa. I mean, what's, what's right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. right? I mean, whatever. Or if you want to give the answer that it says here. Let's just say you do want to give the answer that it says here. But the answer you already know before it says it over here. In other words, it's not negated to the Patek here. It's nothing to do. Whatever you're going to, everyone, anyone who learns special is going to have that question. And you'll have to find an answer. Whatever the answer will be there, it will be over here. It's not, it's not relevant to the discussion here. Here, is, here he's, not, he's not teaching us the etz and fact that the image created the word Basar Mamaris. The fact that the Ebesh Shakur is, is a is a known fact that any, anyone who learns Parshish Bereshis knows. Here he's just teaching us that whatever happened Bereshis Bereshis continuously happens. Fine. So however you learn what happened in Bereshis Bereshis, that's what continuously happens. It's not again at all. The non-believers, Hashem made these ten things, and everything else came from a big bang, whatever you want to call it. That's but is that is that so? Is that question relevant to this Pedak? The non-believers that that's a, again that's, that has to do with the general Amun of Eden that the Ebesh created everything. 
Here we're not we're not teaching us that the Ebesha created everything, right? That's that's he's taking that as a very as a given. That's not that's not bechlal the neisa medubere. Here the the, the chiddush is that the Ebesha is recreating everything every single second. That's the chiddush. So anything that's relevant to the first time that the Ebesha created everything is not the discussion here. And this question is a question on the first time the Ebesha created everything. Now the truth is, there's another question here which we kind of mentioned last time. Which is this idea that the, the Baal Shem Tov says that Hashem creates everything every single second. And he explains it in the Pasuk. The Dvarcha that it says that are constantly standing and, and are present in the Shamayim. Baal Shem Tov explains what is that Dvarcha? That means the Dvarcha that they used to create the Shamayim. Right? That, that Pirish in the Pasuk, I mentioned this last week, it actually says it in Medesh Tilam. There's a medrash on, on Sefer Tilm called Medrash Tilm. And it basically says that Piddush pretty clearly over there. Right? So, so why would the um, Al-Tarebbe here come and, and tell us Piddush of Balshemtiv? You know, ascribe this whole thing to the Balshemtiv when there's a much earlier makkah for it, a medrash. In fact, it's a Machzedek actually says in a... Uh, a certain place, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Baal brings what says the Baal says, and he's Mitzayim, that it says in a Medrash to him. So, then, so why would he, why would, why would Al-Tarebbe say that it's Pirish HaBal Shem So some, some places it explains that, you know, Baal was the one that, like, he did, you know, he learned the Medrash to him. So it's a vart in the Pasuk. The Baal made it into a central theme. Like, we're going to learn the whole Shari Vichamun, based on that, he's going to explain how Enid Mavada, there's nothing else besides the Ebesh that really exists. We'll learn later, based on this Vart of the Bashamta. So, so by, by the Bashamta, it wasn't just a, another Vart, another Pshat in the Pasuk. It uh, became a central theme in Yiddishkeit. The Bashamta really uh, was a Farsim in the Vart and really was, you know, made, made a big Asik out of this Vart. So, therefore, we ascribe this Vart to the Bashamta. That's, uh, that's one way of explaining it. But there's also a deeper, deeper way of explaining it. Actually, the Bashamta added. If you look good at what the Baal Shem Tov says here, it's not exactly what it says in the Medrash Tivim. There's a big addition over here. So, uh, let's explain like this. Every, every single thing that exists in this world has two things. There's the fact that it exists, and there's the what it is. What is that specific thing? I mean, let's say you say, you'll say, okay, you, say you have a table, you have a chair, you have an animal, you have a human being. The fact that they exist... They're all equal in that, right? One doesn't exist more than the other. They exist in the same exact equal way. They're all like something that exists in this physical world. What they are, here there's already a big difference. This is a table, this is a chair. This is a human being, this is an animal. Every single one has its own mahus, its own definition, what it is. Now, why don't we talk about the fact that Hashem creates every single thing, that creates everything every single second. That means that the existence of everything is only there because of the Ebeshtah's creation. Only because the Ebeshtah is constantly creating that thing, therefore it exists. But the specifics of what that specific nivra is, of what that specific creation is, that seemingly has no connection to Elikus. In other words, that's already something that was a creation, not, a, not part of the creator. The existence, the existence is not part of the creation. It's totally 
ascribed to the Creator, because it can't exist without the Ebesha creating it every single second. Like we're, we're going to explain in the next Pentecost, so logically, why it has to be that way. In other words, the fact that something exists can't be, if not for the fact that the Ebesha were created every single second, it can't be there. So in other words, even when it is there, it's only there because of the Ebesha creating it every single second. So it's existing is something that's totally connected only to the Ebeshta. It doesn't have it on its own. It's not something that's there, that, that it owns, right? It doesn't own that ability to exist. Only the Ebeshta owns that ability to make it exist. That's if you're talking about its existence. If you're talking about what it is, what it is is part of it's, it itself. It's part of what Hashem created. You're not going to ascribe what it is to the Ebeshta. I mean, of course... It's only what it is because the Ebeshter decided, decided to create it in such a way. But the Ebeshter decided to create it in such a way. That's nothing to do with the Ebeshter. It's, it, it's only, it's, it's, it's a, it's a gedr, it's, it's a shaykhis to the union of the nivra, of the creation. It's not something that's connected to the Ebeshter himself. So, in other words, like I said, we'll say, like, we'll say, there's a table here, right? The fact that the table exists, it's only able to exist because the Ebeshter is creating it every second. The idea of a table, is that a godly concept or is that a worldly concept? The, the idea, the concept of a table is not a getlecha concept, it's not a godly concept. The idea of a table is a, world, is a concept that exists in this world. When we say that there's enoid movadeh, there's nothing else besides the Ebeshter, we want to say that there's really nothing else besides the Ebeshter. In other words, every concept that we know about, the truth of that concept is a lakus, is godliness. It's not just that it's created by the Ebeshter. The truth of what that concept is, is a lakus. I'll give an example. We have, we have a concept, let's say in Exodus, a concept called Esesvitz. Hashem has Chachma, Chesed, etc. Right? Ten spheres. Where's this whole concept come from? So it's a, it's a, I mean, the market is from Sefer Yitzida that was written by Avram, you know, first Sefer Kabbalah that there is. But the, well, if you look in the Svarim of Kabbalah, the way they introduce this concept of, of Esos Fides is like this. They say, like this. I have a question. The Ebeshter is one. This world, there's many. There's Ribui. There's many different types of Nivrai. There's a table, there's a chair, there's a person, there's a... There's grass, there's trees, there's different, there's so many different types of creations. How is it possible that from one should come many? If the Abish is one, so it's always going to be one. How does the Abish create many? That's the question that they ask. So the answer, that's why there's, so to speak, a concept of Esosphere. That the Abish himself, of course the Abish is really one, the Abish put himself into a form that he could be described by many different descriptions. Ebesht himself, you can't describe metal. There's no way to describe what the Ebesht himself is. But if the Ebesht chose to be in such a context that you could describe him as being a Chacham, as being a Chastan, as being a Giboy, right? Many different descriptions they can give to the Ebesht. That's called Esesfiris. Why did the Ebesht do that to himself, so to speak? Because now there is the concept of Riboy, of differences in, within the Lukus itself. And now there could be an entire world that's created that has many different types of creations. That's what, that's what it says in Zivik now, the whole question and answer, is that really a question and really an answer? In other words, what kind of question is it? How could it be that the Ebeshter, who's one, could create so many different Ivraim? I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if we're talking about human beings, see, if you have a human being that doesn't have within him the concept of more than one, 
then we would understand such a question. How is someone that doesn't contain within himself more than the idea of oneness, how could it create something that's, that there's more than one there? But if you're talking about the Eibishter, what kind of question is that? I mean, the Eibishter could do whatever he wants. So, so he's one and he decided to create many. What, what, what kind of question is that? Right? He's defined by certain rules that only if he himself has many, then he can create many. What, what is, what's the question? So the Eim the, the really is, we're not trying to explain how can the Eibishter create the world. Obviously, the Eibishter can do whatever he wants. We're trying to explain how does the world as it currently exists have a connection to the Eibishter. If the Eibishter is one, and this world has so many different kinds of Nivrayim, so what does that mean? That means the Eibishter created all these many different Nivrayim. Do they themselves have a connection to the Eibishter? Does their Toichet, does their Inyan, the, the content of every single Nivra, of every creation, does that have any connection to something about the Eibishter? It's something that was created by the Eibishter, but the content of the Nivra itself, does it have a connection to the Eibishter? Seemingly not. What connection is there to a, uh, to a table? Or, there, there can't be a, con- a connection to the Eibishter because the Eibishter is one. And the Nivrayim, every single one has its own individual content. There's so many different kinds of contents to every single Nivrayim. And the Eibishter is one. So obviously the content of every Nivrayim has no connection to the Eibishter. So that's why the Eibishter chose, so to speak, to put himself in a framework where he has many different descriptions, so to speak. That way, ultimately, every single one of the Nivrayim has a connection to something that there is within the Eibishter himself, so to speak. Like, for example, it says, you have a Mesikis um, Shabbatapuch. You have sweetness in an apple. Sweetness, right? So this is a physical taste, a physical sweetness. It's, it's just a physical taste. And so Chassidah says, really, ultimately, this physical taste of sweetness comes from Hashem's chesed. The fact that Hashem is a chastan, Chesed is the idea of sweetness. Obviously, it's so different the way the Eibishter's chesed is, but by the Eibishter being mitzamsim himself and lowering his chesed again and again and again and again, it's able to come down and be sweetness mamish. And that's the truth of what sweetness is. Like, for example, we have in this world itself, we have, you have, let's say, a person could say, this is a sweet apple. Then a person could say, this is a very sweet niggin. So, this is a niggin, right? And then you could have someone say, this is a, a sweet svara, this is a zisa svara. It's like a shmaka svara, a shmaka svara. The word sweetness is the same in all of them, but they have a, a different form totally. This is a physical sweetness that's felt in your mouth. The nigun is more of a, an emotional sweetness. The sweetness of a svar is an intellectual sweetness, but they all are the same idea of sweetness. Sweetness could translate itself in many, many different ways. So the same way you could go really, what we, we see in this world, we have sweetness at a tapuach, and an apple, and we have an nigun, and we have an svara, but the truth is you can go higher and higher and higher and higher until you have the ultimate chesed, the ultimate sweetness, which is the Eibishter's chesed. And we think that the sweetness down here is really what sweetness is, and Hashem's chesed is something, uh, you know, some mocker for it. The truth is, the truth is, the ultimate and true Indian of sweetness is Hashem's chesed. And, and because it's been lowered and, dil- and, and, and diluted, so to speak, uh, diluted, so to speak, and, and come down so, so many, after so many tzimtzum, it translates away in itself in a way of, of, chase, of, of sweetness down here. Like, for example, you'll take, for example, a, um, you'll say, okay, so you have a leg of a human being, right? And you have a leg of a table. Someone will come and say, you know what the true leg is? The true leg is a leg of a table. Why do we call a leg of a human being a leg? Because... The, because a leg of a table holds up the table, so this part of the body that holds up the body, we call it a leg also. 
Obviously, that's not a shkaitan, right? Really, it's the opposite. There's a part of the body that's called a leg. Because the table's leg, the part that holds up the table, has a similarity to that human, um, that part of the human body, therefore we call it a leg. But let's just say there would be some sort of existence that only recognizes really legs of tables, and then one day hears about the leg of a human being. They would think that the leg of the table is really what a leg is. We call that a leg of a human being a leg also because it has a similarity to the leg of a table, right? The, the same thing is we, we look at sweetness. What's sweetness? Sweetness means something that you can fill in your mouth. Maybe even a sweetness of a nigan also or of a seichel. But the Eibish des Chesed, what does that have to do with sweetness? But the truth is, that's what the real sweetness is. The Emes of Chesed, the Emes of sweetness is the Eibish des Chesed. It's something that we can't fathom. We don't understand what it is, Bechla. But that's really what, because the sweetness down here is something which is similar and, and, and comes from that chesed and has, and that's really what it is in a, in a diluted form, the Ebesh's chesed diluted form. So we also call it a union of chesed, a union of sweetness, a union of, of mesikas. So every single union that we have down here is not just a, a, a content that's divorced of anything godly, of anything of the Ebesh. Adarab, every single union that we have in this world, right, is a translation of something that there is by the Ebeshter himself. It's clear what we're saying now. That's right. So we don't, that's the idea of the Esos Vidas. But it was the question about how could it be that from the Ebeshter, which is one, should become many, many different Nivroim. It's not how could the Ebeshter create many Nivroim. Obviously, there's no question how the Ebeshter could create many Nivroim. The Ebeshter could do what he wants. The question is, after Hashem creating so many Nivroim, how is it that we're going to say that those many Nivroim the content of those many Nivrayim have any connection to anything by the Eibishter. The Eibishter is one, so obviously they have no connection to anything about the Eibishter. So we say no. The Eibishter himself puts himself into a different form of many, many different specific attributes and any, many specific Midas. And now he decided to create the Nivrayim through those Esasvidas, like the Lashon of the Zayris. He answered the Fikas Asayti Kuni, the Eibishter made ten Sviris, Lan Hogibahin Alman, to be able to, to, to fear, to, to, to be manic a world, right? The content of the reason why the Ebesh has this is in order that there should be a world, and what kind of world? A world that every single detail that there is in the world is an expression of something about the Ebesh. So it's not that there's a table, a concept of a table as itself. There's a concept called a table. There's something by the Ebesh that's translated into the Indian of a table. We don't necessarily know what that Indian is, but every single Indian that we have in this world is not just created by the Ebesh, but the content of what it is is something about is something that there is by the Eibushter, the way it's expressed in this world in a physical way. Is that idea called Mislavish? Yeah, one second, one second. Let's one second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now like this. So that so far it's clear. Yeah. Okay. Now like this. The if you look good at the lotion over here. Lashon of the Balshemtiv. Look at the, if you look back at the beginning, let me see where he brings the Pirish of Balshemtiv. He says, Tvarcha Shamati, Hiroke Batecha Maim. Tevis Vaisis Eilun, Nitzavis Vaindis Lailam, Betoich Rekia Shamayim, inside the Rekia Shamayim. The Abishta's words, Hiroke, are inside the Rekia Shamayim. Omulubashis Betoich Klan Evraim Lailam. And they're like enclosed. Malubish, like let's say, Malubish means like let's say you have a human being, he's Malubish by his lavush, he's enclosed in his lavush, right? So, so these things are enclosed, so to speak, are inside the nivra. Every single Dvar Hashem that's creating a specific nivra is Malubish, is enclosed within that nivra, so to speak. 
So, you, you notice over here, also later, if you look, let's say, when he brings the Ariza, remember we bought last week, we said that the Ariza says that everything has a nefesh. Even doimim, even the inanimate, even in yonim that have no chayis, have a nefesh, right? What does it mean it has a nefesh? We asked, I mean, Mela, if you're talking about, the, about a human being, about a behemoth, there's a nefesh, there's life there besides for the actual guf. Even tzimeach, even something that grows, you could say there's a nefesh, there's the fact that it's able to grow. And it's something that's doimim, but it's just its existence. What's the nefesh? So we said the nefesh is the fact that Hashem has to create it every single second, the chayis that's giving, allowing it to exist, that's his nefesh. But look at the lush the way he bought it. He said, he said, the hainu, the line starts the hainu, p'chines his slapshes eisis adibis basarim amores, hamachayis mahavis zadoimim. He says his slapshes, like it's like enclosed, his slapshes, the, the fact that the dvar Hashem, the word of the Eveshter, is mislabish, is going and being enclosed within that doimim, within that thing that it's creating. Right, so, so, when we talk about the dvar Hashem being melubish, or being betoy chanivra, dvar Hashem is not something physical. It's not physical, it's not a physical energy. It's not like you're going to say there's some scientific concept of an energy that, that's referred to over here as Tvar Hashem. And that's like, like, you know, if you're going to dig deep into the river, you're going to find it over there, this, this, this physical energy. Obviously, when we talk about the Eibishta's words, we don't mean something physical. Eibishta's not physical, chas v'shal, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's true and it exists. We think existence means physical. Existence doesn't have to mean physical. It's an absolute existence, but it's not physical. So what does it mean, betoich? Something that's not physical, how could it be betoich? How could it be betoich something? Like, in other words, what, what does it mean? I mean, Debeshta's words are being mechayed. It's betoich, it's, it's like if you're going to dig deep inside it, you're going to find it there. What's this, this, like he constantly, again and again, is using this expression that the Dvan Hashem is melubesh betoich ha-nivra. Is enclosed within the nivra. So, the, the, the idea is like this. The, the question is, when we, say, when we say that Hashem creates the Nivra every single second, there's, there's a concept called Makif and there's a concept called Pnimi. It's a concept that's brought in many places. I'll give an example. You have, for example, you have, let's say, a, a tzaddik that's, that's sitting in davening. And he's really davening with a great chayis and a slavis and on a great level. So anyone that walks into that room is going to have a certain hisaeritus by seeing that tzaddik daven, right? Because the, the very way that he's davening is influencing and, and, and causing people to have a seiris. Now, that, that tzaddik, right, does he even know that the person has a seiris from his davening? He's not looking at the person. He's, da- he's busy doing his own thing. He's davening. The person walking in is getting a Hesaitis a, a from his davening. But it's not because the tzaddik is being misyachas to him. The tzaddik's not going down to his level. The tzaddik's davening on his level. And the person is being lifted up by the tzaddik's davening. Let's say you have, though, a rav that learns with Talmudim. A rav that's teaching a bunch of Talmudim, and he really wants the Talmudim to understand. So what he's going to do is, he's going to make sure that every single Talmud understands, and he's going to explain it to every single Talmud on their level. So let's say one Talmud asks him a question which shows that the Talmud didn't really get it. We'll try to give him another muscle that he thinks talks to that Talmud and will make him understand it. Right? So he's going, to, he's going to go down to the level of every single Talmud and influence the Talmud by going down to his level. See, that's, that's, what we, that's the difference between in Ruchnius, when you say the Ebeshter, the Ebeshter sometimes can give chayis to something in a way that he's not betoich that thing. The Ebeshter is the Ebeshter. And the Eibishter says, you know, by, by the, by the Eibishter gives chayas to a certain thing, but not by going down to its level. 
not by, by being betoich that thing. Betoich means that the Ebesh is, so to speak, individualizing the chayis based on the level of what that thing needs. <coughs> right? If Hashem would create the Nevroim, not betoich, without giving them chayis betoich, there's Asadam Amaris, and the Ebesh just creates them, and, um, and, they're, and they're created by the Asadam Amaris. He doesn't, so to speak, go down to their level. That would, be that he, that would mean that he's not betoich ha-nivroim. Betoich means that he's individualizing the chayis and being mesiachas to the nivra on his level. Just like the rav that's learning with the talmidim on their level. Not just that he's influencing them by staying where he is and they're getting influenced. He's going down. It's not, with the rav and the tzaddik, right? The tzaddik, none of them are necessarily closer bagashmis. It's not the pshat. The person seeing the tzaddik's davening could be standing just as close to the tzaddik as the Rav and the Talmud are standing just as close to each other. But nevertheless, we're going to say the Rav is going down into the Talmud and the tzaddik is staying where he is. It's not the pshat that the Rav is walking closer to the Talmud and the tzaddik is walking further away from the, from the person that's being the Seder. It's an it's a, it's a, it's a idea and concept. The tzaddik is staying in his level, in his world, in his ruchnistika world, and through that he's influencing the people around him. The Rav that's teaching the Talmudim is go, not staying in his level, he's not staying in where he, the way he understands it, he's, taking, he's going down, he's, he's going down to the level of the people that he's influencing. It's not a gashmistika question if, if you're going to them or you're not going to them. It's a ruchnistika question. Are you staying in your level and, being, and influencing someone else? Or are you going down to them and influencing them on their level? The same thing, when we say that Hashem creates the world every single second, right, is the, the question is, how does he do that? Does the Eivish, so to speak, just create them by, by staying... Lamaila, Lamaila, not in place, but in, within himself, so to speak, and through that creating everything, or does the Ebishter actually go down to the level of every single Nivra and create the Nivra on his level? That's what the Basham Tev is saying over here, Betoich. Betoich means that the Ebishter is creating them on their level. He's going down to them, so to speak. More of a pureness. More of a... Oh, oh, oh. What's, 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 what's the difference? What's the difference if he's doing it in that way or not? Oh. If, if the Ebishter, meaning, you know, let, let's say like this. You have, you have the, um, the tzaddik that we gave an example for, the tzaddik standing on over there, and he's, you know, on this, you could have many different people coming, and every single person is being influenced on his level, <coughs> right? Every single person is being influenced on his level. Every, there's a, let's say there's five different people walking into the room while the tzaddik's davening. Every single one is taking some a different kind of inspiration. The difference of the inspiration that every single one is taking, is that because the tzaddik influenced them differently? Or is that because he was influenced differently by the tzaddik? The tzaddik didn't go and, and talk to them b'chlal. Each one was influenced by the tzaddik in the way that made sense for them. Not because the tzaddik influenced them differently. The tzaddik was, was just a, was davening the same davening. Each one decided to take inspiration from the tzaddik in a different form. When a Rav influences Talmudim differently, let's say one Talmud turned out this way, one Talmud turned out a different way, different way. That's because the Rav himself went down and influenced each Talmud in a different way. Right? What are we trying to say over here? We're trying to say that the Abishta creates every single Nivra, every single second, but not just that the Abishta creates every single Nivra, every single second. We're trying to say that the entire content of what every Nivra is, not just the existence of every Nivra, the content of every single nivra 
is totally something godly, something that has to do with the Eibishta. In other words, the fact that this is a Rakiyah, and this is a, sh- a, a Shulchan, and this is a Adam, and this is, that's all an Inyan and a Lakus. That's not an Inyan that just the Eibishta creates, and it happens to be many different kinds of Nimvirai. Like we saw before about the Ten Svidas. The Eibishta creates everything, every single content of every single Nimvirai is an Inyan and that's translating itself in something Gashmistic. The idea that the Eibishta creates everything in a way that he's creating the betoich, that he's going down to their level, brings that point out a lot stronger. Because that shows that the difference that there is between every single nivra is not like, let's say, by the tzaddik, that the difference starts from the people being influenced themselves. The difference starts from the one influencing them. The difference starts that the maimri, the, the dvara Hashem itself, the dvara Hashem itself takes on a different form. Because the Dvan Hashem takes on a different form, that's why this nivra is this way and that nivra is a different way. If we're saying that the Eibishter is betoich kol nivra, what that means is that the difference that you have within every single nivra is not because he happens to be different to a different nivra, it's because the chayis ha'aliki that he has within him is a different chayis ha'aliki. So every single characteristic that this nivra has that another nivra doesn't have is totally something that is connected to the Dvan Hashem. To the, to the chayis of the Eibishter that's being the chayit. Memeila, every single detail, and every single prat, every single, in the content of every single nivra, is totally an Indian that's connected to Lakus, Not an Indian that's connected to nivroi, to the creations. So that's why it's so important to stress that the Eibishter creates the nivroim in a way that he's betoich kol nivra. <coughs> betoich kol nivra brings out that the, even every single minor detail that there is in the nivra, and every single thing that's different between one nivra and another nivra, right, is only because of the Dvar Hashem that's giving chayis to that nivra. Because it's a different kind of Dvar Hashem that's giving chayis to that nivra. So that's, what the, that's why we're saying that it's something that the Baal Shem Tov said. In, in the Medrash Tilim, yeah, it says that Hashem creates the Rakia every single second. But Hashem can be creating the Rakia every single second. The Abish is staying where he is, so to speak. And he's influencing and creating the Rakia Again, not physically. It's not a question of physical space. If he's far from the Rakia or close to the Rakia. It's a question of, of in Havana Senyan. Is he, so to speak, going down to the level of the Rakia? Or is he just staying by himself and influencing and creating the Rakia? The Medrash itself, you could learn that the Abish is. Is far and is creating the rakia b'chodeg v'regel. Bashantiv stresses that it's mulubashas b'toich kol nivrav. It's because the Bashantiv is trying to bring out that there's nothing in this world, nothing in this world that's not a godly in that's not an inyan alaki. How does that brought out by the fact that we see that the Eibushter is b'toich kol nivra that shows that the difference and the specific characteristic that there is in every single nivra is totally. Something that comes from the Dvar Hashem itself. So the Chiddush yeah. is on the Inyid, not on the Gufa Dover. Because the Gufa Dover, I would have learned from the Medrash. In Chanam, the Toichen, the, 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 the fact that the Toichen of every single thing is connected to Lakus, that's that, that's Nishadish Tafkat, we will have to be saying. But when, when I heard other people explaining why the Alter Rebbe quoted the Dvar Hashem not the Medrash, so they say to pay homage... That's, what, that's similar to what I said before. There's different if I'm going to explain. That would be wrong to say that. That's like not wrong. That's also a beer that says. There's different beer. This is a, this is a deeper beer. It's not wrong. It's also true. <laughs> many, many, you're just like you're going to say, yeah, if a pshat ram is drush, so it means the pshat is wrong. <laughs> Do we know this by Ein Oignavado? That's what it is. Sorry? We know this already by Ein Oignavado. We are part. We are. Yeah, but, but one the question is, what does that what, mean? Whatever it is. So here we're trying to the explain it. He's, 
that's what we are. Oh, but here we're trying to explain that. In other words, when we say Ein Movadim, what does that mean? It goes right? against the concept of he's separate from us. Oh, 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 one second. Separate again. Separate doesn't mean physical. No, right? separate. No, I mean I separate mean, from separate, not... 100%, 100%. But that's exactly what we're trying to explain. It was, what is, how is it that Ein Movadim? In the the idea, the, the concept of a table is not a godly concept. So how can we say Ein Movadim? There's a concept in this world that's not a lakus, Right? True, the existence of a table comes from the Ebishtah, but the concept of a table is not an Indian of Lakus. How can we say Indian of Lakus? So that's exactly what we're explaining. Yes, the concept of a Shulchan is an Indian of Lakus. The Horaya, the Dvan Hashem that's being Machaya the Shulchan, is Betoycha Shulchan. And therefore, what does it mean that it's Betoycha Shulchan? The reason why this is a Shulchan and not a Kisei is because the Ebishtah already gave individualized Chayis, Shulchan kind of Chayis, and that's what made a Shulchan. So the idea of a Shulchan comes from where? From the Chayis Alaki, that's being the Chayis Alaki. Hold on, uh, the Ebishtad is giving, is, is, is bringing the materials into existence. The Ebishtad is not forming a table. Man forms a table. No. The, the materials no. that they're so not... That's, not... that's not necessarily true. If it's a world in Lashon Kaidish, like he's saying over here, the words in Lashon Kaidish is the Chayis of that thing. So it's true that practically, the Ebishtad made the world in such a way that you're only going to have a Shulchan after man comes and puts together a few things together. But the concept of a shulchan, the fact that a man can make something like a shulchan, is because there's a chayis aliki called shulchan, right? But what about then, like a computer or something that and maybe there's a chayis aliki for the word computer? I don't know what that <laughs> word is. I don't know if the word machshav in modern Hebrew is the chayis aliki of a computer, but there's a, probably a word in, uh, in, in you know, there's a, there's a word that we don't know that that's giving chayis to the to the computer, right? Every single concept is, that's exactly the point that he's saying here, that there's every single concept, you could say Evan is, Evan is something, Evan is if you carve out from the, from the, from the audit something, it becomes an Evan, right? He's saying, no, shame Evan is, is like potato, but it has a chais. But that, but that question is now more, if it's a doimim, it has no, ident- it has no Indian, so we're saying, so what's the Indian, what's the, what's the, slot? now that question actually makes sense. Which question? Of why, why we're asking. Oh, one second, one second, wait, I get to that, one second, exactly, yeah. what? Right, so that's so now. Now we understand. Now it's understood why he's asking over here for after Huskashem Evan Bateira. Now we can understand that question very well. Right, we asked why is he asking a question about after Huskashem Evan Bateira? I mean, you could ask that question, but in Parshas Bereishit, how did they to create an Evan? Right, the answer is very simple. In Parshas Bereishit, you could say, like I said before, you say Toitzi Aris Chayil Lamina, and because of that, every single kind of 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 of, of part of every single kind of Vehima was created. Ebishta made the Saaretz Yabasha. From that became Avon. We want to say over here that this chayin salaki it's malubish b'teich kol nivra. If this chayin salaki malubish b'teich kol nivra, then it has to be individualized chayin for every single specific nivra. Tafke, because of what we're saying over here, that this chayin b'teich kol nivra, there has to be individualized chayin for every single nivra. So where is Evan b'teira? Where is Shem Evan b'teira? Is there is there Shem Evan b'teira? So so no, it doesn't have individual chayin. The answer is there is. Through the chilufim and the gematriyos and the and the and the tzirufim etc., there is a chay, there is an evan hinted in the Torah also. And that's what's giving chayis to the evan. And now rearrange it to become a chair. Okay, and then so, it will so get chayis in the name of kisei. I don't know exactly how it works, but the fact that there is a concept in the world called shulchan is only because there is a chayis in the called shulchan. Right? We're saying the concept has, is coming everything from Malakos. I don't know how something works exactly when you rearrange it for forgetting Duchai. I don't know. I can't answer you. I'm not a Makobal. I can't answer exactly what the Chai is of every single Indian is. But the idea of what we're saying here is that the, that the, the, the content of every single thing has a, chai, a specific Chai. Because the content of every single Indian is, is a godly Indian. It's an Indian Alaki. 
Now that you're learning it this way, right? How can you go back and think that it was just a, it's just um, like you're receiving it from God, but not He's in, in it itself? How would you think so, though? Now that you're saying what we're saying, that it means God actually, why would you say that God created the table and He just lets it be without Him being in it? Why would you say that? Yeah. If you don't learn that the content of everything is something godly, you'd say, they just created everything. For what? For what reason? I'm saying now that we learn it this way, we need to say that. This of course. Way. That's the MS. Now that we're learning this. No. Not I'm, saying, the, but the past is I'm saying, now why that would we he know create this? that? We That's a whole different question. Why would he create something? It's a different question. We're not discussing that why he created something, right? We're saying how he created it, right? So, so, uh, so how he created it. You could say he created the world, that the, the concepts of that world that, that he created are divorced from him or something. That's nothing to do with the person doesn't know anything. Lahab. person doesn't know anything that does make any sense. Supposedly, right? So if so, why would Hashem make a table if he's not in it? Why know, the Abish that created sense. the world? It makes more sense to not say Islam yeah, I mean, anyway, if the Abish that created the world, I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons why the Abish that created the world. That's a separate discussion for itself. Why did the Abish that created the world? Right? Even now that we're saying that the Abish is there, so why does he need a table still? That's another discussion, right? It's a good question. It's a why the Abish that created the world. But for whatever reason, he wants a world. So you could say, what kind of world is he creating? He's creating a world that's, that has concepts within it that are not godly concepts. He created them, but they by nature are nothing to do with him. The inyan of a table has nothing to do with the Ebishta. So but we're saying no. The truth is the world is not divorced of the Ebishta. There's nothing in the world that's, that's separate from the Ebishta. So even the concepts in the world are all godly concepts. How is that possible? That's what it means. That's what the Bashant is stressing. That the Ebishta is There's this individualized chayis that's creating the, every single Indian, and that's, and therefore the specifics of every single Nivra doesn't start from, just from it being created. The specifics is because within the Ebishter himself, within Hashem's Dibur itself, there's different specifics. There's different kinds of Dibur. And based on the specifics of how the Dibur is, that's why such a Nivra became... So that doesn't, that's, you don't need to say toich. What do you need to that's say That's what it toich. means, betoich. That's what it means, betoich. You need to say means, the Indian is... Again, means, again, means, 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 like I gave before the Marshal. A who's learning with a Talmud, with Talmudim, he's betoich a Talmudim, right? He's going down to them. He's not just staying where he is. But Tzadik is staying where he is, if he's davening, right? Both of them are not, are not betoich physically. Both of them are just as far away physically from the person that they're being mashpi on. But the Tzadik's hashpo is betoich the Talmud, the tzaddik's hashpa is within himself, right? And by him staying by himself, someone else is becoming nishba. That's what it means, betoich. But that means you go down to the level of what you're being mashpia. It's the same thing. The Dvan Hashem doesn't just create nivroim and nivroim become created. The Dvan Hashem is betoich He goes down to the level of what that nivr is. That's the way that the Dvan Hashem is created. That's what it means, betoich. I don't understand. Once you say, ain't oin there's no question anymore. This, you're starting getting inside. I'm stuck on this. If we're all one, if it is only one, is the image obviously part of this? Of course, but... but the, and, and keeping it alive. No, we're not just saying that it's part of it and it's keeping it alive. The content of what this is comes is, is an Indian and the Abish. Okay, That's what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say. What? You're saying, you're starting the other way around. You're saying, we know already any Mulada, some of course, this is what we have to say. Over here, we're trying to explain what it means any Mulada. In other words... How is it possible? A person will ask a question. How is it possible to say Einid Mavadeh? What do you mean? There's a world here. Einid Mavadeh? The world's not an illusion. I have a body. Right? I have a, fa- a billion cells. Okay. It's all part of the body. On second, it's all part of the body, but the, but, the, but, the, but the world is a world. The world is a creation of a world, right? The world, the Abish created the world. 
The world is not the Eibishter. The world is a world. So how are we saying that the Eibishter is the only existence? So in order to explain that, we're being mocked it, that the Eibishter creates everything every single second. We're going to explain the next page. That shows us that really what the Nivita is is really something totally, it's not, it doesn't have its own existence. It's the whole existence is the Eibishter. We'll learn next page. And by saying that the Eibishter is betoich kol nivra, it brings out even more that the content of every nivra is also something godly. So it's even more the inyan of Eini Now we know Eini Mavadeh. You're just saying it as a fact, Eini We're explaining how is it Eini Only because it's in such a ifa that it's malubish betoich kol nivra, is it Eini If it wouldn't be like that, there would be a question on the concept of Eini We're trying to explain the concept of Eini Right? You're already taking it as a given after the fact, Eini But we're, 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 we're coming here to explain how it is that it's Eini this is a, what we just explained now is, is a, a central theme. In other words, it's not just a pshat over here. It's a, uh, it's, it's a whole new understanding of everything that we're saying over here. In other words, we're saying that every single inyan, every single toichen that we find in this world, right, is really something that is an inyan alaki. That toichen is an inyan alaki. And that's why we have that nivr over here. It doesn't start from, it's not just an inyan of this world. It's, it's, it's representing something godly, every single thing in this world. The answer on the Evan is is not understood now because Why? because we're asking actually who's Kadev and what yeah. are we saying meaning meaning we're saying there is Evan potato just not the footage not even of them but it's there it's there but we're saying what's the Indian of the Evan the Indian of the meaning. That's why no, we're asking, if, if there's no Evan Batayrus, that means there's no Chai Saliki called Evan. Right. So that means there's no Indian in godliness called Evan. The answer is there is an Indian in the title called Evan. The fact that it's, that, it's, that, it's, that it's being created from nothing no. is its goof. It's not No, no, one second, but we're saying that the word, the answer is that the word Evan is, is Muska Batayra. Not Mefurish, but Paramas. Through Gematrios, there's a word called Evan. So there is a word called Evan. It's as if it said the word Evan in the title. Elamai, not Mefurish, Paramas. But it's the, there is a concept called Evan. And that means that, means that what? There's a Maimed Alaki, Evan. We say like something about it's Nefesh, right? That was before. We said that every single, even a Doyim has a Nefesh. What's the Nefesh? That, that Indian, that Indian Alaki, that Maimed Alaki that's giving Chayis to it, right? And we said, but where's the Shem Evan Batayda? The answer is it does say Shem Evan Batayda. It does say. Naif and Afchilof and Megamatriyos, etc. The only question is now, the question arises like this. So the Indian of a Shulchan is, is in every single Shulchan, Hashem is in it. Not that there's a concept of Shulchan. Every single Indian, yeah, but, but the concept of a Shulchan is an Indian Alaki. That's why there's a word called Shulchan in Lashon Kainish. Because there's Chayis Alaki called that Shin Lamet Chaf Chesnon, which we don't know. It's Ruchni, so we don't understand it. But really, what it is, is the same Indian of what we see as Shulchan, and the Ruchni is the form. Like we gave the Mashal before, Mesikas Shabbatapuach, that you have Mesikas Shabbinigin and Mesikas, you have higher and higher and higher. So you have the Indian of a Shulchan, and it's the words Shulchan and Lashon Kedesh is the Abish, those words. But that's the same content of a Shulchan, of a Shulchan Gashmi. The question is only if you have so many Inyan, which are getting chayis through chilufim, gematriyos, etc. So why did the Eivishter have to say the Asarim Amaris beforeish? And why the rest of them are their Bremis? Why are some beforeish? Why, let's say, Rakia, it says clearly in the Torah. Whereas Evan, it's only through, through, through tzirufim, etc. So that's what we're holding over here. Let's learn one more minute, maybe. He says, we're holding over here on Pejah in Zayin, line starts in Mislapshis, where it says Lafi. It says Lafi, Right? 
ואין כוח בהם לקבל החייס, אלא ידי שיירו דחייס ומשתל של מדרג למדרג פחוסו ממנו, הידי חילופי ותמורס האיסיס וכמטריאס, שאיחש בנו איסיס. In other words, we, we mentioned last week also. also. Yeah, we mentioned mm-hmm. last week, yeah. last week also we mentioned that when you have a word in Lashon Kodesh, the main word, and then you have another word that's the same word, but only through Gematria, let's say, or through Atbash. So the, the first word is the main one. The next one is the same Indian of that word, but on a lower level. So the same thing, when we say, let's say, Rakia, it says clearly in the Torah. So Rakia is a very high level of Chai Salakia. Evan, it doesn't say clearly in the Torah, but it does say it in the Torah, but ends. Like if you put a few different words together, you'll find the word Evan. So that means Evan is the same content of those other words, but on a lower level. So the level of a lakus that's giving chais to these most nivrayim, most nivrayim are not kalim, are not, you know, like they can't handle, let's say like, you know, you have a battery. If you're going to put a battery that has more voltage that can't be handled by this thing, it's going to explode, right? You have to have a battery that makes sense for this kind of, uh, of, this kind of thing that you're, that, that you're, that you're operating. So, so the same thing, every single nivra, they see the, the nivrayim, let's say, when you have, you talk about, let's say, let's say, for example, Shemesh and Yereach are stronger kind of Nivroim. We see Shemesh and Kayam Be'ish. We see they exist from Shesh and Be'ish till now. Animals don't exist from Shesh and Be'ish till now. The, the, the group of animals exist, but not the specific animals. No human being or human, a specific animal that's still alive from the beginning of Shesh and Be'ish. That shows you that by nature, Shemesh and Yereach are stronger Nivroim than the, the other Nivroim. So, so that's why Shemesh and Yereach is something that can get direct highs from Nasar and Amaris. Something else needs to have a, let's say, Mayim, let's say. Mayim is a very, very special kind of Nivra. Vaharai, it gives chayis to everything. It's matzmiach. You know, it's not a regular Nivra. So Mayim, it could say in the Torah clearly. The other things that are on a lower level, they need to get a more diluted chayis, so to speak. But it's still chayis of the Ebesh. It's just more, more on a lower level, so to speak. Right? And he says that the gematrish and chesh b'na isish, atshiuch l'samsa v'lislabish v'lisavis memenu nivra prati. Until it's able to be it's able to be contracted and to be, and, and, and through that it's able to mislabish and to create a specific nivra. Every single name in Lashon Kaidish is a keli, those words, those letters are keli for this metzumtzum de kechayis that has been nishtalshul, that has been come down from the Asad and which are in the Torah, that the Asad and have the ability and the Chayis to create Nevroim Yeshma'im from nothing, to give them, and to give them Chayis forever. Because the Torah is one with the Ebeshtah, the Asad and Amaris, which are much... The Asad and Amaris. The Asad and is the Ebeshtah's words. The Asad and is words in the Torah, and the Torah is one with the Ebeshtah, and therefore it's, it's one with the Ebeshtah, and therefore it has the ability to give Chayis to every single Nevra, and so too even the Things which are nishtalshul for that sarim amores, those things which come out through gematrius, etc., are also able to give chayes to every single nivra. Okay. Uh, 